passion and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast. This might be college football, heaven. Back. Final hour has arrived. (laughs) And uh, let's talk to Big Daddy calling next. Big Daddy? Hoo-wah, hoo-wah, hoo-wah. Happy 2024, Paul. Let's try Jack. Little Daddy. Jack, go right ahead. Jack, Paul? We're having a failure to communicate right now. Let me see if I can. How you doing today, Paul? Okay, okay, Jack. We're, we're good. We woke up the night watching okay. and we're all good. <laughs> Paul, um, I, I called in to tell you that um, I appreciate your show and um. And happy new to you and your family. Thank and today is a special day for me because um, it would have been my mother's 76th birthday today. And I want to tell her that I love her and I miss her every day. Oh, that is but wonderful. I call, and I call to let you know that don't worry about Michigan. If they win um, Monday, because what, what we're going to happen is about two or three years later, they're going to put that banner on that, whatever they hang up um, in the stadium, right by the five fire banner they took down from the basketball arena at Chrysler's Thumb, Chrysler Arena. So, um, so it is a matter of time. I don't trust the guy. I don't hate the kids. And in fact, I do, li- I do like Michigan. I just don't like Harbaugh. I mean, so, so all these people are calling in now, um, like I-Man and, and J.K. and, and um, A.J., whatever. I heard a quote that I, I think that they said that Gronk made a statement. If he did, it was smart. He said, losers worry about winners, and winners worry about winning. So, Paul, right. you have a great day. You have a better weekend. And, sir, I'll be, I'll be, looking, for, I'll be looking to hear from you on Monday. Well, thank you very right, much. Buddy. That was uh, really great to hear from you. And uh, Dwayne is up next in Louisiana. Yeah, I'm back. Hey, Eric Snowden. Why that man call you Eric Snowden, the world's greatest trader? Uh, I'm Paul, you let that man call you that? You're a trader. Eric Snowden. Boy, that's a trader, that boy. That man stole three secrets and went ran to Russia. Where you coming from? You coming back from Russia? Where you been at? Uh, I'm I'm currently uh, in a gulag uh, right outside of Siberia. <laughs> oh, you got that way, huh? In the cold, huh? It's, it's cold, cold out man. There. It's cold over here. <laughs> that man called you Harris Snowden. Boy, I heard that. Why to call you back, Paul? I'm having, uh, I'm having some, uh, some uh, borscht for dinner. You want some? I want none of that nasty stuff. I heard <laughs> that stuff nasty. Huh? There ain't no, there ain't no crawfish, egg, two pain, no gumbo. I don't want that nasty stuff from over there. No, I don't either. Yeah, you, y'all know good way you don't want that hash. That's all they do over that hash. Hey, hey, Eric Snowden, when you getting a party? <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. I'll let you, buddy. Hey, Dwayne, you have a great weekend. Uh, see you later, alligator. Why is everything so funny to me now? You think it, you, you think it's the booze? Or you think it's all that other stuff we uh, did before the show? Uh, how about Moose up next in Alabama? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Thank you for checking in. All right. Um, 
I'm a long-time listener and a first-time caller. Okay. And I just want to see what you thought about the Alabama football schedule for next year and to see if you've heard from Charles from Realtown lately. Uh, sadly, I have not heard from Charles. Uh, the Alabama football schedule is very difficult with Georgia uh, at home uh, at Wisconsin. They're a pretty good team, not a great team. And then uh, at Tennessee and at LSU and at Oklahoma. This is the schedule that got Alabama a couple of years ago. You may remember they lost those two uh, road games against Tennessee and LSU. <coughs> hey, thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it. And uh, Ricky is in Birmingham. You're on the air. Hello, Ricky. Hey, nice to cut by meet you, Paul. As first time caller, thank I'm you. a diehard Alabama fan. But do you think that uh, they're going to have Mill Rose just a walk-on starter for next year? I am not. You know, I, I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. Uh, he's good at running. He's tough. He's got the long pass, which actually is the easiest pass to complete. But you got two of his brothers that just entered the portal today, I believe, or yesterday. Uh, he did. He you reckon Nick will try to entertain him? Uh, yes, um, I think they will, but I don't think he'll go there. I think uh, the, the, the conventional wisdom is that uh, Talia will go to Miami to be with his family and his brother. Mm, I hate to hear that. And, and I think there's another like theory, <laughs> theory out there that, that the uh, – Alabama people have spent a couple of years dealing with uh, the Tonga Vailoa family, and they, uh, how do I put this charitably? I won't. Uh, well, I'll leave it there. Uh, Peggy is, is up, I don't know why. Uh, Peggy is up next in Florida. Hello, Peggy. Hi, Paul. Thank you for taking my call. Thank I appreciate you. it. You bet. Um, I heard um, Herb, uh, Herb, Herb Street talking about the Rose Bowl and what a great venue it was for the uh, for the semifinals for the national championship. And he made some a statement, something along the lines that he thought it should be the area of the national championship every year. And I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. And I want to know, number one, your thoughts on that. And then number two, I thought, what's going to happen next year? Because I know the playoff has expanded. And how is that going to affect the bowl games? Because this past year, the bowl games just weren't a whole lot of fun, really, for most yeah, of Peggy, us. Peggy, here, here's the answer. Uh, the Rose Bowl is not going to be the permanent site. Everybody says that. But uh, the, the, the sites are going to be bid out. Uh, next year, it's Atlanta. Uh, it will be a rotation. You'll, I think you'll eventually get Las Vegas in there. Uh, but, the, but Miami... I, I mean, for all the greatness of the Rose Bowl, it is a very difficult place to get in and out of. And I think that will, will really cost it ever being the permanent site. And I don't know if that, that's, that's a, good, a good idea. It's, it's very, you know, listen, uh, if you live in Florida, if you live in Alabama, if you live in the East Coast, it's, it's not the easiest place to get to. Um, so I think it will move around. And next year, as far as the bowl games are concerned, the first round of the, of the college football playoff will be at campuses. Uh, there'll be four buys. The next round and, uh, and the next, next two rounds, I believe, will be designated uh, from the bowl pool. 
So it will be better than it has been, but it's still, it's, the, the real issue isn't the, the bowl games that are part of the CFP. It's those bowl games that don't make the cut because nobody's going to want to be in those games. Yeah, I, I really felt that this year. And uh, I was, just one final comment. I'm in total awe of you as the way you handle some of these callers. Um, I am a retired emergency physician, and honest to goodness, I would have Baker acted some of these folks. So, uh, Paul, well, uh, you really Peggy, do let me, let me great offer job. this. Uh, thank you, but uh, I know a little bit about medicine, being married to a physician, and I cannot imagine. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of cliches about emergency uh, physicians uh, that, that there's you know three hours of boredom uh, and the next uh, you know mixed in with absolute mayhem and chaos for the next 12. So I, I, that had to be quite a ride you, you were on. Um, well, actually, it's, it's not boring at all. It, it is a supreme privilege. That's and right. I loved every moment I ever worked in it. Honestly, people are amazing and they're wonderful. And it was such a privilege to be an ER physician. I'm retired now, but I loved it. I really did. Well, thank you, Peggy. Thank you very much. And by the way, I was not suggest. I, I meant in the sense of of chaos there you know you might be there at two o'clock in the morning and two or three hours you don't see a lot and then all of a sudden some uh crisis occurs and it's literally uh the end of the world but thank you for your 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 contribution to uh medicine that is that is really an amazing thing to do uh jeremy is up next hey paul hi there jeremy oh well Paint a, paint a scenario for you and see what you think about this. The New England Patriots, if they part ways with Bill Belichick, what's the chances and how awesome would it be if he went to Bama and teamed up with Saban? Well, it would be pretty awesome because you'd have the greatest modern NFL coach and the greatest modern college football coach on the same staff. Here's why I don't think that will happen is that Belichick will likely uh, be gone by Monday, maybe even Sunday night. He is going to be in demand. Uh, I think he'll get an offer in 10 seconds. Uh, so that will be fascinating to watch and uh, just a matter of what Belichick, I mean, they are very close friends uh, because when you're at that, I mean, Saban got a start in, in the NFL working for Bill Belichick. Hey, thanks for the call. I, I, you know, maybe Belichick wants to do something else. I can't imagine why he would. Uh, he's still a very young, 72 years old. We will take a break. More to come right after this. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. 
HIMSS provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Paul. That's H-I-M-S.com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Paul. Hardments are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. Bogey is up next in Georgia. Hello, Bogey. Hello, Mr. Feinbaum. How are you doing, sir? We are doing great. Thank you. Good, good. Uh, hey, I just wanted to chime in a little bit on this John E. guy from St. Louis. <laughs> uh, it's obvious that he knows nothing about SEC football. He should be an embarrassment to the University of Missouri, and he knows nothing about U.S. history, which makes him even more communist than anybody else that calls in. But uh, it's – and – AJ calling you a loser yesterday. I mean, Auburn needs to look theirself in the face and see where they come from. But anyway, we got a little place down here in Vidalia, Georgia, called BB and G, and we've got Auburn fans, we got Alabama fans, Georgia fans, Missouri fans, and we all get along and we understand the SEC stuff. And it, it usually comes through our group. Just so happens it didn't this year. But anyway, appreciate you putting up with all these uh, derelict callers, but. We appreciate you. Thank you hey, very much. Thank you, Paul. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, you be well. David is up next in Louisiana. Hello, David. Good afternoon, Paul. I would like next time John calls in on this Nixon stuff, could you get him to send you the link of showing Richard E. Nixon, and then you could share it with the rest of us so we can get this right? Uh, I, w- I, I hate to ask him that because uh, I'm afraid the, I'm afraid he would ask me what a link is. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Yeah, I try. Uh, John is in Louisiana. Hello, John. Hey, Paul. Good afternoon. Listen, I'm just calling to ask you if you can find somebody to fix Nick uh, uh, Saban's hair. My God, he's making all that money and he can't get his hair fixed. Well, you, he's got you, a red. Are you, are you uh, concerned the about the flyaway look or the color? <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, I. I think when you're out in the maybe maybe when you're out in the sun all the time, your hair. I mean, he used to have very dark hair, and I'm assuming that. He's got some gray hair that he's trying to camouflage. I don't know. I don't have enough hair to, to use hair dye. Well, he's got red hair right down the middle. <laughs> well, I, John, I, I don't want to act like I, I mean, I'm familiar with people that dye their hair. Um, it's not a perfect science unless you, uh, now, I, but I also doubt that Nick Saban is at the, uh, at the sink with Grecian formula. Something tells me he's having it done for him, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's what, what I dying. wanted to you. Think you think if I dyed my hair, it would look better? 
It wouldn't make any difference. <laughs> I, See you. I, I was actually one day, uh, I, I got a gray hair, and that's kind of not, on, not a big shock for somebody my age, but I really like, haven't had more than a handful. I, I was hoping I would turn gray, and I never did. You think that the, the, the folks that make that determination say it's, just, it's really not worth it? Yeah. Okay. I was hoping for a compliment there, but I didn't get it. Um, Jace is up next in Augusta. Hello, Jace. Jace, you there? Got a lot of uh, slow callers tonight. Um, Richard <laughs> is calling next. Richard, you there? Uh, I think so. This is uh, Richard E. Nixon. Okay. Hey, oh, Richard, uh, good to hear, hear from you. Uh, how's everything? Well, I'm doing pretty well. I'm calling from the uh, Watergate Hotel. Um, oh. I was wondering if you hey, could. By the do way, me you favor. might want to tell that uh, McCord guy to check the tape on the door of the Democratic National Committee. Good idea. Thank you. Thank okay. you. That's that's really good. Thank you for that. I, I was wondering if you could hook me up with John from St. Louis. I'm 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 thinking I want to put him on my cabinet. <laughs> what uh, what cabinet position do you think John would fill the best? Well, honestly, Doctor Feinbaum, I've been thinking about that and. Um, uh, 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 first of all, I'm not a crook. I'm, I'm not a crook. <laughs> you got the Nixon lingo down. Uh, uh, well, I'm not a crook. And I think, uh, based on the information he's providing, I think he'd be excellent as my secretary of education. He would be, uh, ideal. And Don't you think so? I, uh, I do I have he, your support for that? You have my endorsement and I will, uh, I will, I will effort the uh, confirmation hearings at the, at the United States Senate very, very quickly. That's excellent. I really appreciate your support. Uh, also, could you, uh, would you be willing to support financially? Um, I, uh, I've already given to the RNC. Uh, it was, I, I, gave, I gave them an illegal contribution that I hope nobody finds out about. But uh, I went through B.B. Uh, Rebozo. Oh, yeah, B.B. Oh, yeah. yeah. B.B. down yeah, in Key Biscayne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. B.B.'s one of my buddies. And, I, gave um, him ca- I gave him cash. Uh, so, uh, well, that's what you want to do. That's what yeah, you want to do. Yeah, no checks. Don't, don't we don't need to no be traced. Check. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cash is always good. Cash is king. Hey, thank yeah. you very much for the call. You be well. You take care of yourself. <laughs> um, buddy is up next in Florida. Hello, buddy. Paul, how's it going? We are doing great. Thank you. Uh, I'm not Richard E. Nixon, so we can get that off the screen. Uh, I would I would say, and I'm not Richard M. Nixon either. So, But you are my one. buddy. <laughs> but I am your buddy. I'll say this, Paul. I just wanted to see. I know you travel like crazy, so I'm sure you don't have a chance to watch other shows post Get Up and all the other things right. you're on. But um, certainly Nick Saban does a Thursday appearance on Pat McAfee. It was very interesting to hear Nick. Uh, Pat was very careful. As you know, he's always careful with Nick because you don't want him to not come on your show anymore. Correct. He was very cautious in the question he asked, but he said, you know, Nick, not going to ask you about retirement. Everybody's asking that. Don't want to ask it, but just – your feelings on college football, how do you feel? 
how, how does it make you feel being a part of this now with NIL, with Transfer Portal, with all the stuff going on? And Nick said, you know, Pat, for the first time in my life, I would tell you NFL looks a lot better because guys are under contract. Guys have to stay. You know, he said, you know, we spend a lot of money to develop guys. And I'm a Florida fan, so I have no dog in the fight. I'm just saying from a standpoint of Nick Saban, who's the greatest coach we've ever seen live, I had two decent ones with Spurrier and Urban, but nothing like Nick. Um, for him to make that comment, um, I know you've changed gears a little bit on get up some of the things I've heard you say about college football and certainly Jim Harbaugh, other things that you've obviously been very vocal on, but the state of college football to me, um, wanted to get your opinion on if you heard any of those statements from Nick. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, I usually am not able to, but I did watch it yesterday. I was particularly curious what he was wow. going to say. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Because okay. Uh, would love to hear your feedback. Yeah, yep. I, I think Saban is is dead on about where college football is, and I know because I've had conversations with him over the years how frustrated he is, and what what he what he likes to do when he talks to people like me or anybody else and uh, those things don't happen very often, is that he almost like says, what are you going to, when he called me about NIL a year or two ago, he said, what are you going to do about it? I'm like going, yeah, I don't know what you mean. I mean, I didn't know what he meant, but he's trying to, he, he was looking for some drafting partners. And I, may, I, I don't think I've ever said this before because uh, I did not really agree with him, but I did suggest to him uh, that, that he ought to speak out. Now, the funniest part of what, I'm about to tell you is the timing of what I told him was about eight days before he went after Jimbo Fisher. And wow. I did not, ex- okay. I did, and I wasn't really, I, I said, you need to find a forum where, uh, you, that we, where you will say it one time and you won't have to repeat it. Uh, and I, obviously he did. Uh, and I, 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 I didn't believe it the day it happened, but I had friends who were literally sitting right there with him what he said about Jimbo Fisher was was planned. Uh, he 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 was waiting. Uh, he was asked a question, I believe, but he was waiting for the question, and he could not wait to make that point. Well, look, Nick Saban. Everything about Nick, we know this, and I wish Florida could get a coach like that. That's programmed. There's always a plan, Paul. Yeah, oh, There's absolutely. always a plan. <laughs> and, and one thing when, when yeah. I used to see, when I lived in Alabama, buddy. I would see him a lot, and he never wasted. I, when, when you would run into him, or he would call, he, he used to call a lot. Um, and he didn't call to schmooze. He called with a message, and the, the message most of the time was to tell someone like me, or anyone else for that matter, to say something, or write it, or communicate it. And it was usually about either his own players or future players. Uh, he wasn't concerned about the, 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 the actual public uh, because he, did, he knew that, that would, if he won, that would not, never be an issue. And if he lost, it, it wouldn't be an issue either. That, that's the pro mentality. I, 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 was, I covered pro football early in my career, and I was talking to the head coach, and I'll, I'll, I'll clean this up. He said, we really don't need you guys. I said, I thought, I was surprised. I thought they did. He said, if we win, it uh, doesn't make a blanking difference what you say. And if, and if we lose, we're going to get fired. So you're, you will not help us. Uh, it, was a le- it was a good lesson to learn. 
Took me a long time to understand it, though. We'll take a break. We have 30 minutes remaining. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Back. Uh, let's check in with Big Daddy in South Carolina. Hello, Big Daddy. Hello, Mr. Feinbaum. Who, uh, happy 2024, Paul Feinbaum has a floor. Let me address... The omnipotent John E., John M., whatever his name was. Right. Uh, first of all, first of all, don't know if there was ever a dumber caller. You obviously would answer that better than me. But on the flip side, I think he probably is just pissed off because he didn't. He got turned down for the Joe Biden backdoor detail. Anyway, moving right along, this is close as he'll ever get. The uh, the coaching thing. I really am intrigued. I learned a lot from your boy Dave Bartu. Now I feel educated, but <laughs> to degree, the situation at LSU. What in the world? Chip Kelly, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the LSU coach. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, everybody's got to be gone. So he did that. Now what's he going to do? I mean, he's already done that once, hasn't he? Has he not done it once? He's only been oh. there two years. so. Uh... Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought he'd done it once. But I guess he did it when he came in. Anyway, and then my favorite coach in the SEC, of course, I'm a South Carolina fan. Love love my boy Shane. But got a lot of respect, new respect, for Mr. Drinkowitz out there in Missouri to go and beat Ohio State. That's, that's pretty good. Tall cotton. That is a big deal. Don't you think? Uh, I think yeah. it's fantastic. I mean, I yeah. think if the, if the SEC doesn't have anything to be proud of, prouder of than that, that was huge. I'm a big Saban Alabama fan, love Tennessee, love the SEC. But I like Drinkowitz's style, and I think he's a, uh, he's a, he's a more uh, infatuated beamer, if that's possible. When it comes to I mean, there, getting there's some, serious, there's some similarities. I do like I Very do intense. like him, yeah. but but I I don't understand LSU's collapse. Georgia, they got beat on a good day, uh, but they'll be back. Kirby Smart, Kirby and Saban and Drinkowitz and all all those guys are smart, but I'm waiting to see what our boy 
Patino does with the Arkansas offense. And I'll leave it at that. Thank you so much for the call, and thank you for being there, because you are, in fact, a crusader for college football. Well, thank you. It's really good to hear from you, Big Daddy. You, you take care of yourself. And Mike is up next in Arizona. Hey, Mike. Yeah, we back. Hey, I, I can't believe that the people – I'm not Arizona – I'm an Arizona fan, and I, we're not talking too much about that. But I'm an Arizona fan, and but the, for people to call in – and say Nick Saban is a bad coach. Oh, my God. These people don't know football, do they? I mean, this guy's probably the greatest guy in football history. And for him to say he's a bad coach just because he left that, that's crazy. Your comments are good with me, well, Paul. Well, first of all, Mike, nobody thinks he's a bad coach. Everybody agrees he's the greatest coach of all time. There's always a, a, a random criticism when Alabama loses a game. It happens so infrequently, it's, it's, a, it's a national meltdown. Don't take it too seriously. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Alan is up next in Georgia. Hello, Alan. Y'all do a great job, Paul. Thank you. You're, y'all are super. I'm going to talk really fast because your time's invaluable. Take your time. Roman Harper is one of my favorite people you got, okay? I want you to ask him next week and come back, what did he see on the last play of this, this game, okay? I want his his. I really like Roman Harper. Buddy of Florida had some great comments uh, about uh, Steve Spurrier. If I was a Michigan coach, I'd be on line right now with Steve Spurrier. <laughs> How do you stop four wideouts and a fast receiver? <laughs> you know, which I'd be on phone right now with Steve Spurrier. Some of the greatest games I've seen is Steve Spurrier and Gene Stallings. Oh, you're you absolutely right. Show. They, were, they were classic. I think John was a little bit out of character last night. I don't think that's what he is. But it's Bill House. It's Bill House. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know how Nixon got so off track. But I appreciate your knowledge of uh what thank going thank on you very there. much, Alan. You uh, take care of yourself. Uh, Tracy is in North Carolina. Hello, Tracy. Hey, Paul. Thanks for taking the call. Thank hey, you. I just uh, I got two things. I'll make it quick because I know you're running out of time. Uh, I just I got to admit I pulled a Jim from Tuscaloosa a few years back, couple two years back. Walked away from the show because I got mad at some things that were going on on the show and things that were being said and. I'm no guy that lives, uh, I'm a big Vols fan, and I live just a few miles from Hugh down in Deep Gap. 
North Carolina. So I've been back all year long, haven't called. Uh, but anyway, I uh, just want to let you know I've watched every single show all year. I uh, love it. Love you. Love your insights. Uh, and one more real quick thing. The guy, that guy, John from St. Louis uh, and AJ, the Auburn guy, neither one of them ever talk about football. I don't, I don't understand why they call in when they don't talk about, they don't really talk about their teams or what's going on in the field or anything. Like AJ, all he does is, is, you know, bash everybody. But anyway, I love your show. Thanks for taking my call. I am back and uh, I plan on staying back. Thank you very much. And by the way, I understand people get mad that we do that. I had a guy come up to me uh, about five or six years. I mean, he was like, I was, he was like chasing me down. He said, I said, Yo, are you okay? I mean, you don't know what, he said, man, I've hated you for 20 years. I go, I said, what did I do? He said, you hung up on me. And <laughs> I, I asked him, I said, so what's the deal? He said, well, I mean, you, you said we were at the top of the hour and uh, you, you cut me off. And, and for the record, we don't really like to hang up on anybody, but as the show comes to an end at the end of every hour, you can talk all you want, but the computer just knocks you out. And that's what he did. And, and the, guy, the guy harbored that for 20 years. So I, I, I say that hoping that nobody gets upset. Um, the only person that we actively hang up on is AJ from Pell City. And it's not the matter of why, why do we hang up on him. The question is, why do we ever take his calls? AJ is up Woo! The bash. All I ever do is bash. Let me tell this cat something. You, 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 go, you, make, you make about as much sense as Jim from Tuscaloosa, guy. I tell you that. You're going to tell Paul how bad you, he pissed you off and he, you walked off and left him, and now all of a sudden you love him. You need to go to that same damn institution that Jim's in. And I heard what Jim said a while ago. You, you know, boy, I could take this, hold it. I could actually get my button pushed on this. But I'm going to tell you something, Jim. I don't want to be him. Because anybody can be you. You don't ever do anything on the damn telephone, Jim. All you ever do is get off topic. Can't You're not compelling. You're the most uneducated, egotistical, self-absorbing SOB around the town. And so get over it, Jim. Nobody wants to be him. I mean, it wouldn't be very – nobody wants to lower their self, Paul, to actually licking bathroom floors at Walmart public restrooms for a side hustle. And that's what Jim does. And that guy that just called a while ago, don't classify me with that old geezer, John. I mean, you're a complete idiot. And the guy over there with the Vidalia onion from Georgia, I could smell your stinking ass breath from when you was talking through the phone. So I don't care what you think what I got to say. War damn eagle every damn day. We'll take a break on that one. Wow. Uh, quick break. We have a few minutes remaining for what has seemingly been a long week, but could be our imagination. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast.